What's going on, everyone? Alex Miller from the Eagle. We're live from the Eagle Newsroom here in Bryan, joined always with Travis Brown. This is the Monday press conference recap, sponsored by the Ranch Holly Davidson in College Station. Heard from AM coach Jimbo Fisher, of course, on his weekly Monday press conference. Heard from players Devon A. Chain and Sam Matthews, who saw some significant playing time because. The Aggies are dealing with just, I mean, you can you can just go down the list. The list is too long. Somebody asked Jimbo about injuries this week, and he he, he just kind of said it's it's super long. So uh, just kind of, Travis, what, what Jimbo have to say just about where the Aggies are in some of those aspects. Yeah, 31 players we counted that didn't participate last week. At a minimum, 31 players didn't participate because of injury, sickness, suspension, or the other box that we don't know a few, uh, why a few of them aren't playing. But yeah, Sam Miller was a, a guy who played quarterback in high school, went to Harding University in Arkansas, yes. and played, I believe he said two years at quarterback there, and then just really wanted to play for the Aggies. So uh, came back, walked on, uh, and has kind of separated himself on special teams and uh, got his chance with a depleted a defensive back to play a core. He actually got moved from linebackers to the nickelbacks this week because they knew uh, they were going to be a little depleted. Uh, Antonio Johnson, of course, out um, this week. So, yeah, Jimbo Fisher, when he talked about the injury, said uh, he, he hasn't seen really anything like this in his career. Um, said he believes it's more uh, being unlucky than anything to do with maybe the strength and conditioning programs or, or, or anything like that. Um, but they are probably going to be without a decent amount of players again this week in Auburn. The most important one, though, that we did ask about is that Connor Wegman, who, of course, was out with uh, the flu last week, will is going to be back in practice today. And uh, Jimbo Fisher said he's QB1 heading into that last road trip. Yeah, which seems to be a big development because watching Haynes King on Saturday, just very clear he not 100%. And what Wegman was able to do against Ole Miss, I mean, that was the biggest spark as AM had had on offense pretty much the entire season. Of course. I mean, I think Wegman has every right to be the guy uh, moving forward. I will say, Haynes King in the first half, with how injured and banged up he is, did look uh, pretty, pretty good moving the ball. It's that second half. They stopped the run, AM's run, and everything just kind of seemed to fall apart after that. But uh, yeah, I, I think not only is Connor Wegman going to be big, but the run game's going to be big uh, coming. Uh, moving forward as well. Yeah, you know, I heard from Devon A. Chain today. You know, he was a guy that was, he said he was, what, about 80% maybe on mm-hmm. Saturday. You know, really saw that in that first drive where he busted out the long run. And, you know, normally where he kind of just takes off and beats everybody to the house, he just didn't have the gas to, to finish it off. And, I mean, it was pretty evident uh, about that. Then in the second half, AM obviously passing more, playing from behind. Uh, and with Cam Dewberry out, Mark Naboo steps in. What are you just kind of seeing from, from what AM's trying to get going in the run game this week against Auburn? Yeah, it's interesting. I think it was, like you said, pretty obvious that he had still dealing with some of the after effects of being sick last week. Both him and Jimbo Fisher said he was one of those guys that was dealing with illness last week. Uh, evident, it was the lead of the story if you were watching the, uh, the, the TV broadcast after one of those first half touchdowns. Uh, one of the offensive linemen came and tried to do the, the pick him up by his shoulder pads thing to celebrate. And he, he like slapped his hands away and said, no, 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 don't do that. You know, probably still needing to conserve as much of that energy and, and, and feeling from, from uh, recovering from that illness. Um, but I did the math 
in the second of the Southeastern Conference games A&M has played so far this year, 29% of Devon A. Chain's yards have come in the second half. Um, he has like 611, I believe, in conference play so far, and 29% of that has come in the second half. Although 41% of his carries have come in the second half as well. So it's not necessarily that there is a, a stark difference. Now, if you if you look at those individually, I think uh, Arkansas, they ran him pretty heavily in the second half, and it's dwindled as they've gone. Only 12 carries in the fourth quarter. Again, a little bit skewed because you can say that there's been times where they've been down and needed to pass the ball to come back. Right. Um, but there's times where they've been in a game enough that they could have run the ball early in the fourth quarter, uh, and it's late in the fourth quarter when you need to be uh, throwing the ball. So I think that, that there is something to this, uh, not necessarily him getting going in the second half, the other teams making adjustments, bringing extra guys in the box and forcing them to pass, but they, they've got to continue to keep balance in the second half if the offense is going to do anything and move the ball, because I think that is exactly one of the reasons why they started to fall apart. They couldn't keep uh, that balance between the pass game and, and, and the run game. And well, with Haynes King in there, with what he's shown so far this season, he might not be able to beat many teams with his arm. You need that running attack, that balance, to be able to open things up for him. So uh, Devon Aitchin also asked a little bit about what his future plans were after the season. He said he still has to uh, let the season play out. He's going to talk to his mom and, and, and decide whether he uh, elects for the draft and stay. I know a lot of people would say uh, that uh, he, he should go, but I don't necessarily think he's put a whole lot on film this season as the feature back to, to, to go very high in the draft. I think if everything stands now, uh, he might be uh, one of those guys that, that should return, kind of like Jalen Weidermeyer. You know, he had two, Jalen Weidermeyer had two really good seasons uh, before that, but in that third season, uh, didn't really live up to expectations. And uh, I, I think it would have served Jalen Weidermeyer good to, to come back and play another year. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think given what A&M's been through this season, it's not like Devon has had this breakout season now as the, the feature running back. Uh, and, you know, part of that, part of that's on, you know, where A&M is on the, with their offensive line. Part of that is, you know, like you were getting into, they've, they haven't really gone to him in those clutch, you know, from behind situations in the second half. So I, I think I'm in agreement with you, Travis, that at this point in time, Devon, it would probably serve him well to come back. You know, the other thing you got to consider too is where, where's track taking him? You know, he he really took off on the track side of things last spring. You know, what happens this coming spring? Could it be that he, you know, gets it going enough to where he's contending to be, you know, part of the national team in some of those sprint sprint teams and maybe in some relays? So, you know, that's something that that's something you got to consider too when you talk about Devon and his kind of future. When we asked Jimbo after the game last week about the run game and how that looks in the second half, he pointed the finger towards the other team making adjustments, bringing more guys in the box, and saying that you you have to have a, a blocker to every guy at, in the box to be able to to run effectively. That's true. Um, I just think that there's ways to bring blockers into the picture when they have uh, more guys in the box and still be able to establish that run to open up the play-action game. Um, if, you're one, if your excuse is, well, they just have more guys in the box and, and so we can't block them, so we're going to pass the ball. 
Well, that's a scheme thing. That That's on the coaches. They can scheme to have enough guys in the box to block everybody, uh, to, to, to balance things out. I, I think you need to see a little bit more of that. Well, Travis, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, we'll get into more a and football hidden into their game against Auburn on the My Nation podcast this week and then some of our content leading up to the game. So uh, be sure to check the U.com for all of our content leading up to the Aggies game against Tigers this week.